0: Dudes and dudettes, welcome to 90s Disney, your podcast for everything about Disney in the nineties. I'm your host, AJ Minotti, joined by my brothers Mike Minotti. Hello. And Chris Minotti. Hey hey,
1: hey. Hey, hey. Wow, that's hey. five. Oh, I now I lost count how many hey's. it was. Six, seven.
0: It's a lot. We got we got hey. <laughs> uh guys, welcome to another exciting episode where we are going to talk about some beloved attractions. A couple. Yes, yes, we, we're we're getting a, a, a kind of two for here in this one, Mike. What are we talking about this month?
1: We are talking about Walt Disney World's Toad's uh, Wild Ride and Winnie the Pooh: Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I should say, and the replacement of the one to the other. <laughs> Quite the transition, yes. So it, it, it'll be fun time, but uh, yeah, we can we can get get started here. I can get you all in the mood. This is uh, 1999 is when Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh started, so that's our time frame here for. The, the dates. Guess what the number one movie in the world is. I have no <laughs> yeah, idea. Was it, was it
0: after May?
1: <laughs> Some, yeah. Around June 4th, 1999. Yeah. It's still Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, mm. which was... I've f- heard of that movie. The best... Th- We've seen it a few times. What I think of when I hear about that is, like, going to Pizza Hut. And, yeah. Like, right? Over, yeah. Because it was, like, the Pizza Hut, KFC, Taco Bell, like, try promotion thing.
0: Yes. We had all three, like, on the same street in our town.
1: Yes. And they were all supposed to be a different planet. Yeah. It was just, which I one was, it was which?
0: Good, uh... Talk about was Tatooine. I think,
1: oh, I think, Pitette was Naboo because I remember they had a giant were uh, cut out of Jar Jar Binks there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though. And then one of them was Coruscant. <laughs> KFC, was KFC. Why would KFC be
0: Coruscant? I uh, don't no, know. I, I hate, I hate to say it, but seeing this, we saw it a few times in theaters. The second time I saw it was one of the few times I fell asleep in the movie theater. You fell asleep during War of the Rings, though. So I don't remember that. I fell asleep seeing Aquaman. On A repeat view. Well, maybe one of our seventh or seventh time. Are you trying to tell
1: me that Episode One is not a good movie?
0: (laughs) Uh, It's just not not for me. (laughs) (laughs) Let us just remember that at the time we all loved it. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I was also hype. Hype is a thing. Hype is a real thing. Yeah.
1: Uh, the number one song at that time was "If You Had My Love." Uh, don't know that by Jennifer Lopez. How
0: often have we known what the number one? That's how sheltered like, we like were twice. as children. We did. We well, well, we're, we're, were not into not, the pop sh- songs. Shelter's yeah. not the weird but, but The, word. the, that's the all, pop songs we knew were done, all, done by Weird Al, and that was it. Ignorant <laughs> we were. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah we're Weird not, Al didn't spoof this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't
1: know about that one. Fair enough. And then the uh, so the other kind of really not much going on. But on June nineteenth. Uh, Prince Edward married Sophie, the Countess of Wessex. Now, I don't think she was the Countess of Wessex until they got married. I don't know. I don't know how much you guys I, are into I the really, Royals. Yeah, you
0: think, got me. I do not keep up with the Royals. Wow. Do you keep oh, up with the Kardashians? No, just the Kansas City Royals. <laughs> Fair enough. When they're beating the Indians. Oh, the Guardians. Excuse Come me. Come on yes. now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Mr. Toad's wild ride first. And we're actually going to go back to even before the opening of Disneyland because this was an original opening day attraction with Disneyland when that park opened on July 17th, 1955. And this ride was based on the 1949 compilation film, The Adventures of Ichabob and Mr. Toad, which itself was based on a 1908 children's book called The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham. This was one of the books that uh, Disney uh, kind of rushed out to get the rights to after Snow White was a hit when they are thinking about what else they're going to They were to kind of do. on a buying
0: spree. It felt like they were really just buying rights left. And right.
1: right. I mean, this is when they get Dumbo and, and Bambi and, and all that
0: well, stuff. Well, and they were working on a film of this and it just didn't work out and they kind of scrapped it. Right.
1: They were thinking like a full length just this and then they they scrapped that one for a while. Uh, and then, yeah, it just became kind of like a it, it itself is only like 25 minutes long and again, it's in this sort of duology thing with, with uh,
0: Ichabob. You guys ever watch it? Yes, a long time ago. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while.
1: I mean, it is weird because they made a lot of those package films then, and usually it's like, well, here's like a ba- a bunch of shorts, like in a Fun and Fancy Free, Melody Time, or mm-hmm. Three Caballeros. This was just it's just the two of them. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a break between them. It's like, all right, yeah, well, all right then. <laughs> they see why things have nothing. I guess they're both British. <laughs> That's the one tie. Yeah, there's really not much of a tie. And they, they both go on adventures. I guess, like, uh, originally there was even thoughts of making a toad ride in Disneyland as a roller coaster. I don't think that lasted very long. Got 1955 roller coasters before they had steel stuff, right? Yeah, it would have been wooden probably. Yeah, so so this comes out, and it's just uh, one of the original dark rides in Fantasyland along with uh, Peter Pan and Snow White and the stuff. Uh, It's funny because at this time, this is a new movie, right? Like, this is cashing in on a hot new property.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's only six years
1: old. Right. Like, how long did it take for the frozen ever after to come out? Maybe well, about, less than that. Less than that. I guess but. it's
0: a testament too, to how well those compilations did to, to get a full it was know, Disneyland ride.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a little awkward now because, like, you know, you what know, child
0: knows? Yeah, you don't Mr. think of Mr. Toad, Mr.
1: Toad when, when you think of like Peter Pan,
0: probably. But I mean, we knew it as a ride first, but Well, absolutely. We I, mean, I think the most we ever saw of it, at least Ichabod, was in the. Disney's Halloween treat. Yeah. Like him, we recognize, yeah, from all that stuff. They use him for more promotion, things like that. I I do think that if it wasn't for this ride, the
1: character would have been even much, much more obscure. Uh, So this version was actually redone with with most of Fantasyland in 1983, so they kind of remade it at that time and and spruced it up a bit, basing it off of the Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom version.
0: Well, what's crazy, too, about that refurb, I mean, they gutted the entire, they they rebuilt the the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Which is weird to see some of the pictures, like you can see through the building, the the show building, and everything. Well, the, in, in
1: that Manhattan. version, that like show building also had a gift shop at first. The Mad Hat, and they got rid of that and sort of used it to, for for more show scene space for this and Peter Pan, which, which share a building. And Alice, in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland, yeah. Wonderland was kind of built with this okay. expansion here because yeah. it wasn't there at first. That's why it's kind of awkwardly off to the side even now, mm. right? So yeah, the Magic Kingdom version opens with that park October first, nineteen seventy one. And this version is actually significantly different and bigger. The uh, the big difference is that there's two different loading platforms. There's a, like a track A and a track B. They actually like go, like sometimes they kind of collide and they're in the same show building, like in Toad Hall at first and later in the town square. But a lot of times they're seeing their own stuff. Like track A, will see this gypsy camp while track B is in a farm. Track B goes through this like shootout uh, section there's some reoccurring things. They both end with the train gag because you have to have the train gag. But well, you have to die, and they have to go to hell, right? Yeah, no. The no. inferno room. Okay, yeah. On all <laughs> versions of these, you go, you go into uh, a dark, uh, fiery place filled with devils and maybe Satan. And what's great is <laughs> maybe. And then the ride just ends. Like after that, you just kind of go outside and you're like, oh, we made it. Okay. Yeah, well, we did it. Right. So, so this was in Magic Kingdom for a while, and even though, like, you know, again, Windmill is not the most beloved property ever. This was a popular ride. Mm. Uh, it was a lot more. Not that it's a thrill ride, but it was a bit more exciting than Snow White Scary Adventures. Well, what was
0: always cool to me was how how close you got to like the sets and everything with like the doors that would swing open. Mm-hmm. Even now when they do stuff like this in Winnie the Pooh now, you get so close you feel like you can reach out and touch it, like you're yeah. really part of the ride. Because like when you when you think about a lot of the dark rides, there's a little bit more separation between you and the show elements, but this like even when you look at the track mechanism, this is kind of like a, in a weird way, a precursor to like the trackless systems we have where it's just that one little guiding rail mm-hmm. and it's otherwise just a flat floor. So it did have this kind of open feeling yeah. to it that you don't get with like an Omnimover ride.
1: And you're turning a lot and you have that fake wheel to play around with.
0: I still remember there there was a, a mid 90s uh, commercial that I could still remember in my head where it's like an older brother's talking to his little brother who's going to Disney World for the first time. Is that time? the
1: one where it's like Goofy's much bigger in real life?
0: Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And I remember the part he says, you know, Make sure not to eat anything before going on Mr. Toad's wild ride. Yeah, because yeah. that was the, it, the that was ride like, this you know, three-year-old was like, going to ride. Like,
1: relatively tight turns and stuff. It, it was fun. Yeah. right. But plus, the ride vehicle is neat because it's just a carriage. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Well, that,
0: that was the interesting thing that we, we, we kind of heard a little bit of tonight. Uh, you know, One of the original challenges that Fantasyland had in Disneyland was was they designed it with the perspective of you are the character's going through these journeys you are snow white you are pinocchio
1: you are peter pan and one in one version of the ride the ride vehicle is literally peter pan yeah no, <laughs> like, it's so weird it's, it's weird with Look, people
0: sitting on his back like riding on his back so like <laughs> but like guests didn't get that but you got that you were Mr. Toad because you were literally in his car. Like, the vehicle was was one of the
1: characters. I, I think what also helped was, well, more so than that, I think people were just complaining, like, how come I can't see Peter
0: Pan in this ride? Right.
1: No one necessarily complained that, like, Mr. Toad wasn't, wasn't prominent. was yeah. yeah. Really? It wasn't
0: as popular, especially in, in the Disney World version.
1: And unlike those rides, this isn't just, like, a ride-through of the movie. It's just scenes kind of based on the yeah, movie.
0: It's, yeah, it's more about the locations and mm. the sets. Right.
1: So, yeah, Mr. Toad, not the most popular character in the world, but he made a, a fine ride ride a wild ride some would say (laughs) Uh, meanwhile there's this winnie the pooh character popping up uh and disney had wanted to kind of find a way to get him into the parks for a while Uh, they started making those cartoon shorts Uh, the first one came out in 1966 is winnie the pooh and the honey tree and then in 1977, Disney released The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which is a theatrical compilation. Hey, kind of like a. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like when the Willows had there. And this included Honey Tree in 1968's Winnie the Pooh and The Bustery Day, in 1974's Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. I can't believe there's that many years between Bustery Day and Tigger 2. Like during yeah. that time, poop must not like probably wasn't that big of a deal. I guess. All right, but so then they just kind of put them all three together, and they they sort of tie them together with this narration bit with like you know those fun book scenes that are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, we I loved that movie, and it's funny because like I didn't know for a long time that those were originally separate shorts.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, if you didn't know, it just kind of flows mm-hmm. together. And then, much
1: later, they also made like a, a day for Eeyore, and they kind of like throw it into like the DVD releases of mm. that. But it's 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 a separate thing. <laughs> yeah. Also, I found out that the uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh was originally a part of a double bill with a movie called The Littlest Horse Thieves.
0: Oh, I've never heard of this movie, Mike. Tell yeah. me what well,
1: it is. It's set in 1909. A coal mine in Yorkshire, England, has used pit ponies to haul coal for many years. When they are to be replaced by machinery... Ooh, Industrial Revolution. Hey, this sounds like <laughs> what I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're about to be replaced by machinery that will speed up production and increase profits, three children learn the poties are to be slaughtered. So they team up in a scheme to steal the horses and give them their freedom. What
0: happens to the horses,
1: Mike? I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> they go to the
0: glue factory.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> they're slaughtered at the end. <laughs> then they, they go to hell, and uh, you go with them. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, Toad. right. So yeah, Littlest Horse Thieves. I wonder if that's on Disney+. Plus. That'd be
0: something, huh? Yeah.
1: Was, Happiest Millionaire is not on there yet. I don't know about oh, the Littlest I'll, I'll,
0: I'll give it a quick look. Yeah,
1: you give it a quick look. Anyways, uh, Littlest Horse Thieves maybe wasn't a giant hit, but uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the
0: Pooh was uh, something of a surprise hit. It really... quite, quite some drastic tone differences there between the two. <laughs> I'm sure.
1: I'm sure it was a lighthearted movie still. <laughs> I'm sure they were fine. I'm sure the horses were never in very much danger. I'm sure uh, they it, got
0: it's, a- it's not on Disney Plus. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, I can't believe this company yeah. these days. Hashtag save the ponies. Yeah. We'll
1: All right. So Winnie the Pooh is really popular now, starting in the late 70s, basically. Um, when Disney's fantasy was getting remade in 1983, like we talked about, there were some talks of doing a poo ride then, but that never materialized. The idea kind of came up again when they were making Toontown in Disneyland, and the idea apparently was to have spinnable honey pots that traveled through scenes from the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Sounds familiar. Yeah, this is this is what became Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin. Oh, I didn't know oh, this. Yeah. What I no, this is just conjecture. What I think happened is because this whole Toontown was always just be heavily tied into Roger Rabbit, so it was always going to have a Roger Rabbit ride. I think they wanted it to have those rides that they were developing for. Uh, Maroon Studios in... The Simulator. Yeah, in, in uh, Disney-MGM Studios. Yeah. And now that whole land Except got canceled. And those rides were canceled, basically. They're just like, well, we need a Roger Rabbit ride here still. Uh, instead of the Pooh thing, we're just going to put Roger Rabbit in here. I think that is what happened. That oh, works. Wait, the Pooh's also kind of a weird fit for Toontown. Yeah, he's not as wacky. He's wacky, He's yeah. very rustic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, he doesn't live in a town. He's not urban, right? Yeah. He's British countryside. Right. <laughs> exactly. So... So that version also didn't happen. Uh, but Winnie the Pooh had something even even more resurgent in, resurgence in the '90s. In 1988, the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh uh, started broadcasting the cartoon. Uh, only lasted until 1991, but uh, like all, all these things had fast production things. They made like a zillion episodes. Yeah, and they just syndicated and forever. This, yeah, this thing was on reruns throughout the 90s. And, and this, th- this show, is what i didn't we it was
0: that old. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I
1: think I didn't either because we watched the reruns in the mid 90s. Really? Yeah. I mean,
0: it's that's when you were born. Is when it came. Yeah. Out. I. This is how I knew
1: Winnie the Pooh as a kid. Yeah. yeah that really was over yeah. and over. This show was fantastic. Some great episodes there. The uh, The Land of Milk and Honey. Land of Milk and Honey. The mm-hmm. The Wild West musical uh, one.
0: Yeah. Sheriff Piglet. What's Sheriff Piglet. What's the one Piglet? where he's like in the clouds and? Yes, the, the, the... There's like
1: the cloud dream factory thing. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So good. It is a fantastic. Is that show. on Disney Plus? Yes. Think.
0: All right, that oh, I need to watch a The serious?
1: show where, where where Rabbit adopts that bird, Robin. Oh, that's a that's a tearjerker. Yeah, the, yeah. The show was was hitting way out of its league. Yes. Uh, also, in 1997, you had Pooh's Grand Adventure, which is the best of the straight-to-video Disney movies from the nineties.
0: Is, is that the one with Skull Rock? Right?
1: <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. yeah. Rock. It is the littlest bit dark. So for a Pooh movie, it seems like pitch black. Littlest I mean, at one okay. at one point, he gives up and decides to die. Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> He just can't die. He doesn't even have organs. He's just yeah, he's gonna be alone forever in the
0: bottom of a crystal
1: cavern. Yeah, but he realizes that his friends are with him no matter what. It's fine. It's all right with Oh it. I'm not saying I don't like it. I love it. Yeah, it's I, incredible, I but love it. It's a bit morbid at times. I love Pooh's Grand Adventure. That's that's good stuff. Perhaps
0: you could come along too. Oh no, no, that's all right. You can <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Ba- banger
1: that's banger songs. A good lyric. Uh rapid singing about maps.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep, the P- map song. Pooh's
1: sad song they these things to the stars about what he, oh, it's good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen Pooh's Grand Adventure, you like William the Pooh. That's still my favorite Pooh media, I suppose. <laughs> I it. hope. All right, so they want to build a ride here, right? Well... Mm -hmm. On October 22nd, 1997, the Orlando Sentinel first reports that Disney was considering replacing Mr. Toad with a <gasps> Winnie the Pooh ride. No. Yes. And what's interesting is this the same story is like the first time they mentioned Buzz Lightyear replacing uh, Take oh, Flight. Interesting.
0: No one cared about yeah, that. No one was... What is it I, was. I, I well, was. That was your, that was your sanctuary there. while we did Space Mountain well, for I, years. I loved... Uh, or dealt the Dream It's like a
1: hipster thing. I liked Dream Flight more than Take Flight. Literally, yeah. no difference except Dream Flight had a great song. But yeah, Uh, I I like to dream quite a lot. (laughs) That will be an episode someday, I'm sure. So so that came out, and uh, the next day on October 23rd, the Save Mr. Toad website opened, created by John LaFont... And You can still visit this website. We'll post the link to I, it.
0: I'm on it right now, and it, it's got some real GeoCities. GeoCities, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, it is straight up. And, and that's the incredible thing. Like, this is relatively early internet stuff, it, especially in terms of everybody well, can this be is on the internet 97, right? 90, Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Nine, yeah. 97 going, yeah, getting into 98 here. So this is almost like right after the internet was only AOL for most people, and other like, people are discovering the actual World Wide Web and stuff like that. So it's a pretty crazy time. If you go to that site now, the header just says, We tried to save Mr. Toad, but Eisner doesn't care about you, which is maybe just a (laughs) bit dramatic. A little little bit. but, But I get it. I get it. They were upset. The site included phone numbers and mail addresses for Disney execs and Imagineers. These phone numbers are still here. Yeah, so you can, like, mail. Now, I think today we would call that doxing, right, or something. Maybe it wouldn't well, be. Well, if they were publicly available I numbers. Guess so. then, yeah, yeah. I guess mean, Yeah, It's just their office Just numbers. more widely available. Right, and these people, and Disney wouldn't, wouldn't like, confirm for real that the ride was closing until September 2nd, 1998, and they're saying it was closing on September 7th. So there's kind of this, That like, was a bit rough. Give them right. a month, at least. And yeah. I, I think that's something that, the, that they've all learned. Well, remember uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea? When they closed it in 1994 but they never were like well, it's that has gone it was yeah, yeah. supposed to be supposed refurbishment, to be, right. right and then it's just kind of gone and i think even whatever was going on there and there's a lot of stories about they thought it was going to come back and then didn't i think they were happier quietly closing these things down
0: and i remember but then, but then i remember universal yes, then King Kong. went King,
1: and they made it a celebration and of I think, the attraction. And that became the standard was like mm-hmm. make almost like well, make your money off of it. <laughs> exactly,
0: <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah, I, mean, I mean it's a little cynical, but also uh, it satisfied the fans. Yeah. Like think of great movie ride. They sold they sold merch yeah, and, that's t-shirts and all this they stuff. Had parties inside the yeah. attraction. Right. Like, and yeah. that's you know that's the way it's neat. It. Yeah, as a huge yeah, fan of the and, ride. I think, I think they learned do their this. lesson there. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Well, this was probably a shell shock to like, oh, people really care that we're gonna close this. Well yeah, because yeah, I'm sure like Again, okay, we're going to shut down Take Flight in Mr. Toad, who cares, and put in Buzz Lightyear and Winnie the Pooh. Everyone loves those. And I'm sure there was, like, some, like, they want to do what now? Keep the Toad ride open? Well, and, and I think this is the first time Disney
1: really, like, had to face, a con- like, a, an effort from the hardcore Disney fans. Because, again, this is that first time There's really— There's no way for that like, to happen before. When it happened, yeah, 20,000 Leagues was a bit early— this is just slightly before journey into your imagination happens. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of the first one of these where a beloved attraction is getting replaced, and the fans have this new communication network yeah, yeah. to sort of organize. And organize they do. They they, they get shirts. They stage protests. Um, some inside the park by the ride. Some outside of the gate. It gets like media coverage and stuff. Like we were all we, we all knew about this mm-hmm. even back then. Even everyone's freaking out about it. Well,
0: again, to, to, so to, to tie it back to Phantom Menace, like, like in, in this era of the internet, because like this is when a lot of this stuff was starting. I remember going to ComingSoon.net.
1: Oh, my God. That was, yeah. like, <laughs> that was
0: like that the guy's name was Lincoln or something. I'm, that, that was the first
1: live stream I ever saw. They live yeah. streamed from the line. From the Episode line. one. And I don't even know how they did that. Yeah, in
0: 1999. 1999 that's
1: actually incredible. Yeah. The resolution was probably like 20 by 5. But <laughs> right, right. Exactly.
0: But... That was like when these communities, like you know, we were coming out of like AOL and its chat rooms, and getting to the point where you could make a website, and it was something that was accessible to people. You know, the idea of making your own website, even in 1996, was like, how would you do that? What what computer wizards are building mm-hmm. these websites? You know, mm-hmm. but you know, by then everyone either had front page or like GeoCities, what had their very basic creation yeah. tools that just let you throw you just email together. it out, spam it to people. Yeah, and 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 you know. That's when this really all started, and so yeah, this was the first time Disney faced internet yeah. activism. Before activism. that, they were used to letters and some phone calls, right? right. And it's like a bit different, right? like not unified. Well, I mean, yeah. no, people
1: wouldn't know before, really. I mean, imagine yeah. again, who broke this? The Orlando Sentinel. Well, yeah, if you if weren't you, in Orlando,
0: yeah, getting the newspaper. Yeah, how'd you know? Right. Well, now we have Geocities
1: and AOL and <laughs>
0: Tripod
1: right? And AOL chat rooms and all this stuff. It was, uh, it was a wild time, and just thinking, just looking at that website, man, that trans. It's like when you can go to that. Old Space Jam website, right? Hey, didn't, did they
0: take that down?
1: I thought I thought they did because they had to promote the new movie. I, yeah. I don't know, but uh, that's crazy Hold stuff. I'm
0: checking. Yeah.
1: So, so yeah, like I said, the last the last day for the ride was September seventh, uh, nineteen ninety eight, and there's nothing that the Save Mister Toad guys and girls could do about it. That they, they protested uh, peacefully too. There was like no like big incidents or anything, but that was that. The, the ride was gone, and it was going to make way for the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And this ride opened in the same exact spot on June 4th, 1999.
0: Do you guys remember when this was new? Yes. Yeah, yeah I do. This is one of my earlier kind of like, oh, this is really neat, something new and big. Right. Right. And it was because at that point, too, Fantasyland hadn't
1: gotten anything yeah. mm-hmm. new. Like, like, since Twenty Thousand was closed. Well, since, uh, I was going to say, uh, The Legend of the Lion King. Is that what that one was called? Yeah. Yeah, which, again, yeah, not a, but a ride.
0: Yeah, and, I, well, and before that, it was just, they, they did, like, magic journeys and stuff, right? Right. They, they do three I never did, saw yeah.
1: magic journeys in Magic Kingdom anyways, yeah. But in terms of, like, a new ride in Fantasyland, uh, I mean, maybe not since opening, really. Yeah. That's I'm th- forgetting about something, so... Well, let's talk about this ride. I think a lot of people are familiar with it. You you go in the queue, and they have this kind of storybook pages, like from like from that compilation movie, and from the book, which it which is pretty nice. And it sets things up. You board a giant honey pot, which makes a lot of sense. Um, and you you go in, and it's a blustery day. And what that's what's kind of funny about this ride. It's called the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, which I said was a compilation of three like short cartoons mm-hmm. put together. This whole ride is just blustery day. Right. It's, it, everything from here is taken from that short. Yeah, there's
0: a lot to squeeze in there.
1: Right. So you go it when it's the blustery day. You get out something pretty cool immediately, especially in 1999. They had that kind of projection screen in front of the one page so that the letters are blown off by the blustery wind. effect, yeah. Right. So that's something. You then go inside of Al's house. It's pretty neat in there because it's shaking from the wind and all that stuff. Uh, this also includes a nice Easter egg. You have Mr. Toad giving Al uh, a deed, presumably for, for like... Toad Hall is what I always saw it as for the mm. ride attraction. There's also it's harder to find. It's on like the right on the floor. There's a picture of Pooh greeting Mowgli, who's also another character from there. If you're um, obsessed with uh, Mr. Toad references, they also took one of the statues and they put it in the pet graveyard by Haunted Mansion. That's pretty good. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's always always good fun. After that, you go through you go to a forest scene where you encounter Tigger and you start uh, bouncing through the forest. I remember this was like a really cool surprise the first time. Your honeypot does kind of bounce a little bit. Yeah, it
0: joins in with him. There's also a great little bit of fourth wall breaking when at the end of that sequence he he says, I almost bounced right out of the right. ride. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because, you know, Disney doesn't call them rides. They're mm-hmm. attractions. Yeah. A little bit of a fun anachronism. After that, That's just in- Tigger's ignorance. Yes. Well, <laughs> huge
1: slam on Tigger out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: After that, you go into
1: Pooh's house. And this is where Tigger warns Pooh that Heflumps and Woozles love to steal honey. This is also a really cool effect when, uh, like, like Pooh falls asleep and you see, like, his body out-of-body. Go- this out of it pretty body much blew hurt. my
0: mind as a kid. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it's a Pepper's Ghost effect, the same that is in, like, Haunted Mansion, but it's a very clear one. Yes.
0: It doesn't have that kind of transparency. Right. You I it don't know why, like spins but it just looks as he great. Goes up. Yeah. yeah, it
1: looks fantastic. I, I'm not sure. I wonder how much that thing's actually moving and how much, like, mirrors are moving to make that happen. I don't know, but it's a, it's a really great effect. Then you're in the best room of the ride, the Heffalumps and Woozles Nightmare. They're playing a great version of that song, which is awesome. Um, There's a a smoke, like a cannon shooting a smoke ring Mm -hmm. out at people. Mm -hmm.
0: I don't think that works all the time. Not all the time, but when it does, oh boy. I mean, this room was always notable to me as a kid because I watched this all the time as a kid. And the Heffalump and Woozle thing was a highlight of the, the short for me. They just recreate every gag from Basically, that short. There's, you know? that,
1: there's that one elephant with like the honey strands. He's playing it, like, yeah, like like a harp. Yeah, and harp. and yeah. they
0: got the two that have like the stripes and polka dots, like cycling through yeah, them. There's the hot the, air, the balloons. hot air balloon that sucks up the honey. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Yeah. So like you know, to me, I was what like fifteen, sixteen. When this opens so like I'm like a little kid, but it's like it was a great nostalgia trip. Like yeah, no, sure. This is exactly. You know what I remember from when this I was little. Great. I'm in the show. Yeah.
1: The next scene, you're in the uh, honey, uh, hundred acre, acre wood, hundred acre <laughs> wood again, and now it's flooded, and your honeypot kind of floats through this scene. Yeah, with it you. just kind of does like a little wobbly, wavy. Yeah, thing, It does feel
0: like you know you're on you're on water.
1: Yeah, I see that. And you see, Pooh's uh behind, he's sticking out of a honey tree. It is something that, out of all the scenes uh, in here, they do not create the famous uh, Pooh stuck in Rabbit's house thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. one of the bigger ones. But I, I don't think that was. In, I think that was a Pooh in. Um, Pooh in the Honey Tree was the first one I said. I can't remember now. Yeah,
0: I think so. Yeah. So it funny. wasn't
1: Blustery Day. Yeah. Which, by the way, Tigger didn't show up until Blustery Day. It was not in the first one, which is right. hard to imagine, right? It's like Steve Urkel. He wasn't in that premiere episode. He wasn't supposed <laughs> to be in Family Matters. <laughs> 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 Tigger is the Steve Urkel of Disney is what I'm trying to <laughs> say. There you go. Like the connection. Right. Uh, so uh, after that, is a, it's a party scene. Supposedly, they're all celebrating that the the flood is done. Uh, Pooh's not there, though. We, we go... A little further, and we see Pooh's inside the honey tree now, and he's just eating it up, uh, having a good time. We got stuck here once. Yeah, so we're just looking at it for a while. A while. <laughs> I mean, we got our
0: free fast passes. That's right. It was barely worth it.
1: <laughs> and then after that, uh, you go past the page. It says the end. You see Christopher Robin and Pooh holding hands, kind of walking away. Very other. Yep. And uh, that's that. The, the ride has not changed uh, at all, as far as I know. The interior, since no. The got
0: some interactive elements added to the queue.
1: Right. Well, so... Uh, when at first they added a little kind of playground area, uh, Pooh's Playful Spot, across from there, where uh, Twenty Thousand Leagues was.
0: Yeah, this, th- a- this was after they filled in the lake and everything, mm-hmm. right? Yes, Just right. Because for a bit
1: it was like Ariel's Grotto, and yeah, all yeah, it was that like thing. a meet and greet for Ariel. Yeah. So, um, and this included this like hollow tree, and uh, the kids could go and play in. And there was actually a Nautilus etched above the entrance to this tree, <laughs> which was a, a kind of a fun thing there. Now, eventually, they moved this tree over to be closer to the ride when they started to build New Fantasyland, but that Nautilus is still there, yeah, which is pretty nice. Yeah, they also added Pooh's interactive queue um, over to the ride, kind of r- a little bit before New Fantasyland opened. This is 2011 when they did this. I think New Fantasyland was 2012. They were really into that for a bit. They added one over at, uh, uh, I think, On Dumbo it, I had, had, and one, had one. Haunted Mansion had one. It, it seemed like it was like a big initiative when... Uh, When Mine Train
0: opened, the 7 Tours had some of that. Yeah, that's kind of like what it is now. There's little bits and pieces here and there, not just a full big. But now we all have phones. Yeah. Yeah. Don't need that anymore. No, no, no. (laughs) Could you imagine talking to people in the line? Oh, I hate it. (laughs) What do you guys think about that ride? I like it very much. Um, Like I said, riding it that first time, I I was blown away by the Lump and Woozle scene. Um, I think the whole bouncing with Tigger is probably like my other highlight of it, just because it's like you are bouncing with Tigger. Like mm. who wouldn't want to do that as a little kid? You know, bounce along with them. Um, again, it does a very good job where where just everything feels kind of kinetic. There's a lot to see when you're riding. It's very it's a very dense attraction. You know that opening scene. There's you feel the wind blowing around. Poos dangling it, from the balloon. Do you see the wind in the willows. <laughs> you can't see them. So you have to feel it. Okay, in your heart, the colors of the wind, mm-hmm. Mike. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think uh, you know it, it was interesting at the time because it felt like we hadn't really had a new dark ride for so long. So it was interesting to kind of get one to see what a modern dark ride was was like. Yeah. So that was like a cool aspect of it. I thought at the time. I think for us what was so neat, especially me, was I mean we did grow up on that show. We loved Pooh. and yeah. having a ride on a character that we truly like loved and adored was pretty neat, especially with the songs playing, you know, the whole time. So so like, kinda having that connection um, really helped the ride. Even if it is I mean it's a great ride. It is, like, standards. It is, like, a small it's, yeah. dark ride. You know, it's not, it's yeah, not trying it's to be mine. It's a C to D ticket. It's nothing, like, I mean, are. it's basically,
1: I mean, it's better. Okay, here's a good barometer for it. What do you like more, this or um, the Little Mermaid ride? Because basically the same thing. They just mm-hmm. made a dark ride and uh, at, you know, whatever decade it was. But it still was pretty simple yeah, technology. Yeah, I think that just comes down with, to. With a, with a yeah, few which, differences. Which, which, which yeah, which character do you, do you like more? Better?
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, Little Mermaid does have that incredible Ursula animatronics. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah,
1: and that—that so. that is the, the animatronics here. Like, there's no big, like, flashy animatronic. Yeah, it's just—it's all pretty standard, yeah. like, barely moving things. I still think I like this more than Little Mermaid. Maybe
0: I don't know. That's yeah, tough. That's a, that's, a, that's a tough call. Mm-hmm. It's really tough. How do
1: you time. rank the Fantasyland dark rides? Then, so let's say let's yeah. say we, we can't count uh, Snow anymore because she's gone. Mm. So this Peter Pan. uh, Small World, Small World, Little Mermaid. Why do I feel like I'm forgetting one? I guess not, though, huh? Well, for just Dark Rides? Yeah, just Dark Rides. We we don't have Pinocchio there. What's the best of those? I can tell you which one always has the longest line. Yeah. Is it Peter Pan? I don't know. Me and Chris just did Peter Pan again. I'll tell you what. I, I didn't even know... I didn't know they redid the line there, and the line's amazing that line, now. Line it might be the best Peter thing Pan. about any of those yeah. rides. Yeah, that line is pretty great. When, now. when you're in the uh, the bedroom, the kids' bedroom, the kids and there's like Tinkerbell really like mean. kind of flying around and activating different effects. <laughs> oh. That's fantastic. I've
0: never i never uh, done it since. Yeah. Yeah. The actual ride, fine. I almost it's like the fine. Disneyland yeah. version yeah. more. I don't know why. I, we were just always so shocked. It's such a long line, and we don't know. Like we never understood. Yeah, because Peter
1: Pan is still very popular, and it's you know the gimmick is you're flying, and you know that's yeah. a bit more for a
0: little kid. That's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. That's tough,
1: you don't have like a top one. What about what do you guys
0: feel about small world? I mean, we don't do it that much anymore. I mean, what are you gonna do? Criticize it's a small, yeah, let I I Give me sad. Talk
1: to hot takes.
0: I'll take the kids on it, but if if like we're there, I mean, I'm not gonna yeah, say no, hey, no, we no, have no, to not, go, yeah, tomorrow. I'm not knocking kids out of the way to get in my small world. Mode. <laughs> all right, all right, you guys are fighting Pro- me here. You know what, honestly, the past few years when we've gone, I've made it a point to do Little Mermaid. And not the other ones. Right. I think so, you're right, Chris. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Well, I do Winnie the Pooh. I do, I always do Mermaid We Winnie the Pooh. Beater Pan's like a if I can get, like, I'm not going to yes, waste a fast yeah, pass on you it. If I can get on, you'll so, get yeah, on. If I can get on, I get on. But I'll I'm tell, tell you what, though, that line much? is sweet. You need to do that.
1: Little Mermaid also rarely has a line because it's like slightly tucked back there for some reason. Like, people just don't seem to do like I've never waited more that, than right, 10 minutes
0: for that. Yeah, So nice. Right, exactly. Give me a waterfall. I'm a happy camper.
1: All right, so there are other Winnie the Pooh rides around the different parks, most of them based so off of sugar. this Magic Kingdom version. Disneyland got its own mini-adventures Winnie the Pooh at the Critter Country uh, Land in April 11, 2003, Replacing the Country Bear Jamboree, there wasn't a online campaign to save that one. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> there
1: should have been. <laughs> the heck, we did. We finally did
0: Country oh, it Bear. Oh, was amazing. In Disney World, I mean, for the we do all the
1: songs and everything. We,
0: yeah, we just never got around to doing it. I don't know yeah, why.
1: I, I wonder how what the Disneyland version was like if it was just a clone. I don't know. What the yeah, f- know. track down video someday? I'm sure. I'm sure it's out there. This ride's a little different. Uh, the best Too thing about different. it is the queue. Well, the queue's great. You're, it's outside. It's
0: outside. For some, nice wooded area
1: some of the changes seem arbitrary like you're you board uh these kind of honeycombs instead like beehives, beehives yeah, and up instead beehives. of honeypots for 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 whatever reason, and it's like a truncated version, so it starts with the bustery day and then it goes right into the flood yeah and there's no there's no tigger sequence uh and then you go straight from that to he lumps and Woozles. And then, like, it's like, oh, Pooh woke up and surprised it's his birthday. So you kind of have the party scene. I
0: assume because, like, they were constricted by the space they had. They were were utilizing where Country Bears was. So they had to cram it in. And that was, like, the way they decided to do it. But the other thing you lose is, like, it starts doing the wobbly water thing right away with the flood. And it just does that for the whole ride. Yeah, you're at Bracely. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, And you lose. So you lose the bouncing with Tigger. And yeah, it's just, it just, it it feels, especially if you've done it in Florida, like it feels out of order and rushed. Well, if you think that they got the short
1: end of the stick. <laughs> 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 Have you ever heard of Pooh's Honey Hunt?
0: Oh, oh man. Constantly. <laughs> this looks
1: great. Pooh's Honey Hunt is opened in Fantasyland in Tokyo Disneyland September 4th, 2000. Not very long after the one in yeah, Disney just World. just a year. This is an e-ticket, like uh, top ho- tier, high tech. Dark Ride, Extravaganza. This is probably the best Disney ride you've never been on. Well,
0: one of the first, if not the first, to use the trackless ride system.
1: Well, because some things could be called that. Like, Universe of Energy was technically trackless. Sure. Let
0: this utilize. It's called LPS. So you've heard of GPS. Uh, LPS is Local Positioning System. So basically, throughout the building are the equivalent of satellites that are tracking and sending location data to these vehicles. And that's how they know where they are throughout the attraction. It's all networked so that the, the individual honeypots are aware of each other and where they are in relation to one another. Um, so this is this is what makes it a trackless system. Now this is different from uh, Energy Adventure because that used basically RFID mm-hmm. signals yeah, in, in the, the ground. Mm-hmm. And it was just following those. So there is technically a track, it's just like not, Physical, yeah, not visible. But there is a track, so to speak. This is truly like a computer's just telling us where to go and how to turn the way your Roomba basically navigates now. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: it, yeah. and this was so high tech that this is the ride system that they're using all the time now. This mm-hmm. is what yeah. Ratatouille uses, Rise of the Resistance, Mickey, uh, Mickey and Minnie. Minnie, that what Mystic Manor right? Mm-hmm. that that one, yeah. uses the, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Luigi's uh, Rollickin' Roadsters, which is like my my favorite D ride, D ticket ride. Yeah, ever. Oh, so ever. I love that thing is not right. Uh B. <laughs> I meant yeah. Yeah. <laughs> B. We call it a B. It's not quite an A. What's an A? Like a carousel?
0: Sure. Yeah, sure. Carousel or <laughs> yeah. Dumbo or something. Right.
1: But uh it, this is it's incredible. Uh you go in and it's it like it's at first it's the same exact scenes just a zillion times more high-tech. Like, and it's They're the, huge. It's they're the plus three day. Winnie the Pooh's a full-on animatronic. And yeah, he's like on, his like,
0: limbs are moving, show and,
1: features. And he's on the balloon, floating through the scene with you. At one point, he knocks over Eeyore's treehouse. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good gag. <laughs> I got Animatronics
0: out of, of Owl and uh, Rabbit. Well, when you look at, I mean, it, they look like the character. Truly, the characters come to life. It's incredible mm. how good the animatronics that, are for how long ago this was built. Then
1: the Tigger bouncing scene, you're, like, you're in this room, and it's like there's like kind of these the whole room is yeah, bouncing. and it's, like it's incredible. Tigger's bouncing with you, and he sings a song, uh, and and then you do the Lumps and Woozle thing. Is kind of just like this giant ballroom that you're basically almost kind of like. It, it, Again, another ride uses this now is the new Beauty and the Beast ride. Yeah. Similar idea. In Tokyo. Same thing. And there's like parts there where you're just... The only like,
0: downside, though, they don't use the Heffalumps and Woozles song. It, it is a, it's version a jazzy of a, version. Yeah. The melody's in there, but it's... Mm-hmm. it's Yeah.
1: And I think about it, that new Beauty and the Beast ride is basically just this concept of this room, like time... Because all it is yeah. is like four different rooms mm-hmm. like this where you're doing things. Right. But you're like going... You're like dancing with the other cars and also there's like a car with Heffalumps and Woozles in the room, too. <laughs> and like you kind of take turns going to these different gags and stuff like that. Now, after that, it is like Pooh wakes up and uh, like the ride's over, more like Disney. So you don't get a flood sequence, I suppose. Right. But, but
0: even, even like the little Pooh at the end eating honey, it's an animatronic with an you know, articulated great. face and everything. Yeah.
1: This ride is, is incredible. Um, if you don't think you're going to Tokyo anytime soon, you should look up uh, Pooh's Honey Hunt. In well,
0: and the craziest thing, they just built Shanghai. And what version do you think they got? Oh, they, got they, they got ours. They got the Disney World well, one. So, so there's <laughs> there's a few reasons why theirs is so extra. First of all, and you, you guys, well, it's Tokyo, yeah, so it, yeah, that's why. I mean, so it's so always that. So yeah, the Oriental Land Company obviously wanted to pump some money into everything to make it prestigious. So they like they, they had that going for. They're the people who built Disney Sea, after all. Yes. Um. So Winnie the Pooh is huge in Japan. Like absolutely massive. They were already selling a lot of Winnie the Pooh merch. So you know the thinking goes: Okay, we put a big Winnie the Pooh attraction. With a big gift shop at the end, and we will sell even more Winnie the Pooh merch. I'm sure it worked. You know, it, 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 Winnie the Pooh is certainly popular in America, and you know, many eventually, the, it the it the right. well, Winnie the Pooh does end at a gift shop. It,
1: it is important, like when that newer Pooh movie came out, like it, and it was the last 2D one they made. Well, it's just it called Winnie the Pooh, actually. Yes. The one after Princess and the Frog. I liked it a lot, but it did not do very well. Yeah, I
0: think they had higher hopes for it. I right, and remember, it came out. Was that the one with like the Heffalump or the the Heffalump? Right? Wasn't no, 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 no,
1: that's the Heffalump movie. That was for, this is the one Disney feature animation made. Remember? That's right. Yeah, it was like the last two D yeah, movie. Right, right. right. did right. all the singing. And remember, it came yeah. out the same weekend as Harry Potter, like the <laughs> yeah. last Harry Potter yeah, movie or something. Hope. And yeah, it did not help at Remember all. Remember
0: their big marketing campaign they were trying to do like pajama parties. Right, they were trying to show
1: like they're trying to show people who were in their twenties like we miss Winnie the Pooh because it reminds us of our childhood. Yeah, so they want the like, college students to like yeah, yeah. we were there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not
0: in our pajamas, but we were there.
1: Oh, I was there. Oh, I loved it. I, I think that's a great movie, but it it wasn't a massive hit, and I think it uses an excuse to not do very much two D stuff anymore. But yeah, so when uh, when Shanghai opened, they they did just get our version basically. It, it is also a mini land, basic, which is interesting. Instead of the mad tea party there, they have a a Pooh's Honey Pot spin, which is the mad the teacups. But yeah, but just honeypots. just honey pots. Yeah. Uh, they devote a full
0: mini land, but make it that also high. weird because we always
1: hear about how like supposedly the the, the Chinese president is like people um, call him oh, Winnie the Pooh right. derisively yeah. or something, and he yeah. hates it. But I mean, there's a whole Shanghai business. I don't know. Hong Kong also got basically our version when that park opened in 2005. So this thing's in quite a few parks now. But if you go watch that Tokyo version, you will forever be spoiled and and kind of mad that that's not what we got. (laughs) A, A couple more things about that Disneyland one, though. Uh, there's an incredible Easter egg there with the, jambo- the uh, country bear jamboree. Mm-hmm. Right after the temple up in Musil room, if you look behind you, you will see those mounted heads up, of the yeah
0: up and behind
1: of those three uh, the three like yeah mounted head characters. What was them? Called? I can't remember. Like, I'm not a country Fair. bear jamboree aficionado yeah, like some people are, but they're there, and uh, you would not know unless you like get up and look behind you. So That's yeah, pretty, pretty neat. neat. The Candy shop next to the Pooh ride in Disneyland is the best candy shop in Disneyland, and I realize that's controversial. I like it even more than the Main Street mm. one. Wow. That, well,
0: that whole area, which we we need to touch on, like, you know, they redid that whole section of Critter Country, basically be the 100-acre wood. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's very pleasant. It's very nice. Very nice at, at the dark. Yeah. Um. There's great meet and greets with all the Winnie the Pooh characters over there, and... and uh, Santa's there the, during Christmas time. Yeah. And again, like, you're right. That 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 candy shop, I don't know why. It's just well, ama- well, it has it has everything the Main Street one does. They make stuff there, yeah. Like it's huge, right? Like okay, it's exactly. Like, it's not like they just like grab like some Goofy's candy company stuff and put it on the shelves, like and about a, like a tenth as crowded. Yeah, exactly. It's on that Main Street, exactly. And so, they have the,
1: some fun way to poo, like theme stuff, like yeah. honey stuff.
0: Does that lead to a Galaxy's Edge entrance now?
1: Yeah, so you yeah. if you want so to go to that main entrance, you walk there. But he, that candy shop you, you is
0: come still top back there. Okay, Past the hungry because well, because bef- we have gone a few times before. Galaxies has opened; and it always seems so dead and desolate. Well, yeah, because well, it was a dead end. Yeah.
1: yeah, like there's certainly more foot traffic passing there now. I don't know if like all those people are going in. Yeah, I think true. they're going to yeah. Galaxy's Galaxies. Yeah, edge yeah now. that
0: takes you like the force because it transitions to the force where the resistance bases. Okay, so that's that left side. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's it's a really smooth transition because then you you're, you're like the hundred acre wood forest into oh, yeah. the forest on um, but two, it's yeah it's really slick.
1: So guys, I was getting the impression earlier that you were not necessarily people who would have gotten your Save Mr. Toad shirts and joined the protest. That no. You could have.
0: Again, we I think we're pretty well on record on this show that we are we 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 are not the biggest. Uh, you know, everything must be preserved forever. You know. Yeah, we're not. We, we the were most... not upset with the Maelstrom. I was just away. I, mean, I was going to bring up the Maelstrom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we like the Indian Guardians, which is
0: like a pretty hot topic to
1: highlight right now. We have to be careful yeah. with saying that around some of the older folks here. Yep. We're yes. fine
0: with change. We yes. don't. Yeah, we're yes. yeah, like we whatever. are very fine with change.
1: It's okay. And I get it. Mr. Toad was a, a very good ride. It does help that it's still in Disneyland. Mm-hmm, and that Disneyland yeah. version is great. I, I do like to go on that every time
0: I'm in Disneyland. Get, the yeah. facade for that is one of the best. Honestly. Yeah, the, the yeah, redone one hall. with the Toad mm-hmm, Hall look. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't imagine if I was even older... Uh, I, I would have been calling up, you know, uh, Marty Sklar. I mean, if was you, were, on if you were an Orlando or an Orlando local, maybe you would have gone to see what's going on. Just get caught to up be part in the hype. hype. Yeah, caught up in the hype. for Especially sure. Especially
1: when I knew they were doing Winnie the Pooh, which, again, I like. And, you know, let's be honest. I mentioned this before. Winnie the Pooh is a much more uh, iconic character than Toad. I mean,
0: yeah. When, you know, when they made the decision, they were right. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know. It sucks. But they <laughs> Sorry. were right. Now, now, which replacement do you like more? Winnie the Pooh to Mr. Toad or Frozen to Maelstrom. Oh gosh,
1: this is a, this one. Will, this one will actually get us in trouble. Is when we talk about how none of us think Maelstrom was like crazy. I tell you what, nobody said anything about Maelstrom until they announced they were going to replace it with Frozen. Then all of a sudden, it was everyone's favorite ride. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be like, I don't know if you got a bleep button there, AJ, <laughs> but <bullshit. laughs> Oh, Now I got to go edit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but yeah, you know, I don't hate Maelstrom, but
0: also, come on, uh, bro, ex- exactly. Yeah, that one threw us for a loop for sure
1: but yeah you know, th- th- this way the poo right that's going to be able to stay there for basically forever like I mean, can it's, it's
0: 22 years old at this point that's incredible right yeah and I mean, it, it hasn't changed they much. haven't had to change a darn thing i mean probably nothing maybe just cosmetics up here and just, there just the queue
1: in the queue mm-hmm. and like and maybe, maybe someday i'm sure there's going to be like a disney like a 1983 Fantasyland update although i don't think they would do it all at once again it'd be a little bit here and there uh, so like uh, someday there'll be some updates to this, I guess. I can't even imagine what it would look like, but I mean, they I mean, do I do would enjoy. hope it's just the you know Tokyo. I version. don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can just put
0: that in there. Sadly, it would be nice. At least, at least update the animatronics to be in that level.
1: Mm-hmm. Chris, do you even remember going on the original Toad and Disney World? I do.
0: I, I mostly remember just the multiple tracks. Yeah, I remember seeing both tracks and like going through. But I don't like remember the specific show scenes. So show scenes because it just blends in with the Disneyland one mm-hmm. for me.
1: For some reason, I really remember like the outside queue. Like I remember the weird like characters standing on the bridges, mostly because uh-huh. I remember being like, I don't know any of these guys. And the one thing <laughs> that would always strike me is the weasels. I was like, oh, so that's where the weasels from uh, from Roger Rabbit Roger came Rabbit, from, yeah. which is a like, kind
0: of true, right? Uh, more so, even like the weasels in Mickey's Christmas Carol digging the grave. <laughs>
1: You know what else we noticed when we were watching was the the little devils in the uh, Inferno Room scene. Hey, Jay's like to say, look a lot like Figment. Yes. <laughs> yes oh, they for do. sure. <laughs> I mean, they were made before, or is it around the same time? I can't remember. 71 oh, yeah, before, yeah. yeah, yeah so. Before. I, part, I, it's in my head canon now that when they first had to make Figment, they had an extra one of those around and used that, that as a model. It a bit, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. You look at those things; the body shape is almost identical. Yeah, the same face, it's it's nose. I think yeah. I might actually be onto something there. We'll have to
0: have to follow that trail. Yeah, but
1: yeah, so so that's basically it. That is the uh, the, the epic tale. I, I did
0: say so. It always made us laugh because uh, in the flood scene of the attraction. Uh, kind of the end of it, there is is Piglet's going over a waterfall. And you know, oh dear, a very big waterfall. We'll save you, Piglet. And they're all like, and like various little floating things to like holding hands, trying to get to him. And you know, the joke is Winnie the Pooh's. He's not helping. He's he's got his head in a honey tree. He's like, be with you in a minute, Piglet. <laughs> yeah. And the joke that Chris and I always made was, Chris, I don't know who's going over that waterfall, me and you, but one of us is Piglet and one of us is Tigger. And Mike is definitely <laughs> Winnie the wow, Pooh in this for scenario. Sure. Uh, at least Winnie the Pooh said he'll be he'll. Becoming. Mike <laughs> wouldn't even be wow. on his way. Pretty rude. Mike's <laughs> like, you're on your own. Piglet always never sounded
1: right there, too. It, well, clearly wasn't that guy who did it forever. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Joe, I think after the move.
0: Joe Fielder or John Fielder?
1: I know sure. that he's one of the jurors in 12 Angry Men. Yes. Which is... Uh, he was also
0: the old man who threw out the Emperor's Groove in the Emperor's New Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And you said that you were pretty sure that it was the original Tigger so, who did
0: this? I swear I read this article on Jim Hill years ago, and I cannot find it. So take this with a grain of salt. My understanding was – so they made the Tigger movie
1: and – That's like around 2000, the same time almost. Yeah,
0: and Paul Winchell does not do the voice of Tigger in that film. It's it's Jim, Jim Cummings. Cummings who had begun taking it over at that point. But I think like the, the way I remember this story going was Paul Winchell felt a little slighted that he didn't get to like kind of go out with a bang like, and have this one last hurrah as the character he created for his first movie And you have to understand Paul Winchell a little bit. He was a very complicated person. Yeah. Uh, Basically didn't like himself. Oh, Very depressing kind of things. Um, Right. His daughter, April. Sounds more like an Eeyore. Yeah. I mean, his daughter, April, is uh, actually a voice actress today. And she's spoken about, like, they didn't have a great relationship. Mm. She doesn't, like, dislike him or anything. She kind of just hopes he found a measure of peace, I guess. Mm -hmm. But she talks about how, like... He was never satisfied. like like Paul Winchell. He was actually like a, a, a noted inventor. Like he invented a lot of stuff too. Just because it felt like he he could never sit still. He was yeah. never satisfied with what he was doing. But anyway, so oh, he's he bounced around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets passed over to do this movie, and as the story goes, the Imagineers were like, "Well, that's kind of not cool. Well, we're doing this ride. I mean, he says four things. Hey, Paul, yeah. come on, you're you're doing Tigger for this ride." So that is, to my understanding, Paul Winchell playing Tigger in the attraction, not Jim Cummings. What the okay. uh, fact check that, because that'd be pretty neat to hear. I think that's right, because we were listening to it, and it did it had, There is a slight different quality between Paul's version and, and Jim's version. I mean, right. they're, they're pretty close. He does a really good job. But it's a little it's a little higher um, when Paul Winchell's doing it to my ear. It was Especially fun. at the end of his sentences, mm-hmm. you can
1: hear it. You know what's funny about that though? So like, I, I don't know. I don't know the name of the guy who did the original voice of Winnie the Pooh, and he did it in like those first oh, four shorts. I, I,
0: I like. had him of my tongue, and it just went out. He's um, also
1: um, the the snake, cat Cheshire and cat. He and did snake. a bunch of yep. stuff, right? But like, I act. That's one where I actually like. No, Jim Cummings is Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Like, that's actually the more iconic version of that voice because he's. I mean, he's been doing it forever, forever, forever. He still uh, is very good. And the best is when he does that voice and is, like saying other characters' lines. <laughs> what was the one thing we were watching? where He was just. He was talking like Winnie the Pooh, and he was reading a script from something. Oh, oh, was Darkwing he was, he, turned, yeah, yeah. he was
0: doing "Let's Get the Dangerous yeah. Like other characters. Yeah, we're tying it into the last episode. It was yeah. Darkwing.
1: Jim Cummings all over the place on these shows recently. <laughs> but all right, I think I think that's going to do it. I just yes. remember to yes,
0: um, taking a picture uh, when we got stuck at the end uh the the attraction in front of Pooh in the tree, and I took a picture with the, the whatever fancy digital camera I had at the time it was all private; mm. it was new and it was high quality. And I remember finally getting that picture at home and you could see so like pooh's like the 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 kind of background he's sitting out is like a mesh, and in the photo I could see behind it's the like mesh. The it's just like a speaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's where it comes right from. There. There's just literally a speaker. It's right there. I
1: have to remind myself sometimes when I watch these ride throughs on YouTube because you can see so many more of those things. Like everything, it looks a lot cheaper, right? And You're like, well, yeah, oh yeah, because
0: the lighting isn't right. like, like the way the human eye would right. see it. Like and, I remember,
1: like I think even just watching Frozen Ever After, I was like, you can so clearly see like steps and like a lot of like the mechanics when you're going up these hills and stuff. But, yeah, because yeah.
0: the camera sees more in the dark than your your eyes do. Right. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's it for for this month's episode. A uh, point five. Gosh, we'll we'll think of something. Maybe dark ride related. Maybe Fantasyland related. Maybe a quick
0: about... uh, twenty thousand leagues kind of over. Well, um, that's a, lot. That's, a lot. that's a lot. That might be a lot. <laughs> that's an episode. That's right a there. whole
1: thing. Because AJ's the only one of us who really remembers going on. Yes. That. Yeah. Yeah. There's a picture of me and you I looking out on it. Yes. I remember it being there. I remember seeing it go. I don't. Re- I do not remember being
0: on it. We could talk about like New Fantasyland when we got to experience it, stuff like that.
1: No, we'll think of something yeah. Fantasyland related for a point five here. But the the next main episode, Chris, that that one's going Ooh, to be you. yes. What are you going to uh, do? I
0: usually do park stuff, so I'm just trying to think of something else. And this is one of my favorite Disney animated movies in the 90s. Which apparently isn't true for a lot of people, but it's... I, you know what? I think I think it's like one of those
1: um, Hook situations where like apparently anybody who was an adult when Hook came out didn't like it, but everybody who was a kid yeah. loves it. Yeah. I think er- everyone I know my age loves this movie.
0: Okay. Well, it's Hercules. Ooh, Always one of my favorites. The gladi- from the, yes. Gladiator. Some of the best music, some of the best characters. My wife loves that movie. So, so yeah. I'm excited to dive into that one.
1: Good excuse for us to watch Hercules together. What the heck? That
0: movie has an incredible cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll get to it. I mean, Espe- J- J- James Woods is a little problematic these days. Yeah, he's been a bit of a. Uh, he does a good job. I mean, <laughs> he he, not, he good keeps job. coming back too, and they <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was he's
1: game." He's like, "What's a Kingdom Hearts? All right,
0: I'm there. <laughs> Let's go." Then I do this seven times now. Oh, what's eight? <laughs>
1: Paycheck. All right, cool. Let's go. It was incredible hearing James Wood as as Hades talking to Arin from Final Fantasy X. Oh, good stuff. I'm looking forward to that. That yeah, I, I do like that movie a lot. I think a lot of people uh, do as yeah. well.
0: So we'll talk about some tie-ins, the video game stuff in the park. There's even the a phantasmic
1: tie. There's some they do they bring that up a lot for
0: nighttime stuff actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, the the music's are, are all, Music it's, is all it's all bangers. Mm-hmm. So it's always works well in nighttime shows and everything like that. And. uh it looked really good. It was. A, it's a pretty movie. It's a really good cutting edge uh, effects in that. Hey, do you do this timing? For, who's
1: getting the Christmas episode this year? I was this working out? So if Chris so is what? September, you're October. I'm November. Ah, uh, Chris, I might switch with you for December. This yeah. year. You, I haven't done a Christmas one yet. Well, am my
0: Christmas again? Because there's three of us. It's just, we always get the
1: same. One. That's why I, I always get
0: April. Oh yeah, yeah. Darn it. Well, I, I'm fine skipping a month if I have to.
1: <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll just jump, and then well, then someone else will get
0: April too. It'll be all fun and no, wacky. You guys just wow. swap for for a uh, go. Why oh. you want April Fools again? Yes,
1: I, I mean Chris could have. I mean I I have a feeling me and Chris would want to do the same thing. I'm thinking of anyways for mm, Christmas, for, which is a while away, so let's we'll not worry about yeah. that yet. I'm
0: trying to think what you're talking about.
1: Uh, I'll tell you after we go off the air, but it's a oh, secret so to the listeners. It's, it's
0: night Before Christmas,
1: right? We did that already, I'm, I'm, you, that's you, what I'm asking what, said what said we do last year. Yeah, oh last year, yeah, and then the year before that. Was, was uh Chris, Christopher. Christopher. Well, That our, was Asian, our though. most
0: popular episode. I I, I always wonder. Like, can I? We get... miss we miss one. Didn't we miss one month of the show in the that first must year? must be with, I think we missed it. one month. That's why things got a little wacky. Yeah,
1: I wonder if we can get away with Home Alone, but I mean I know they own it now, but <laughs> I, I don't think that doesn't seem in the spirit. Maybe it's a point five. All oh, right. You go.
0: All right. All right guys, so uh, thanks for listening everybody. You could find more of us at 90sdisney.com where you can find past, present and future episodes of the show and you can uh, subscribe and uh, listen to them forever. All right. And uh, please uh forever and ever is <laughs> a very happened. long time. Pooh <laughs> Yes. This uh, great
1: adventure, man. That's going to be a one episode a someday. 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 That's
0: gonna, I love that Mike's movie. Sure you get to it. Shoot us an email at 90sDisneyPodcastGmail.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook and let us know what you think about the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. And until next time, we'll see you all right here in 90s Disney. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Oh, Bob. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> They're extraordinary, so better be wary. Black, they're brown, they're up, they're down, they're in, they're out, they're all about. Because they come in every toad. shape and size. Side. Side. Sounds Side. like a drink name. Toad okay. and Poo. There you go. There's <laughs> <laughs> drink name. toad and Poo. Sounds like something <laughs> your drink. son would I, be into. Yes, yeah. yes.